Alright, we're back, we're here, and what are we doing? We're previewing all Week 8 games. That's right, Week 8, October 24th. It is here, we are, wow, we are moving quick through 2019's NFL season. And tonight, tonight's game, you might have already seen it, but if you haven't, previewing it, Washington versus Minnesota, Kirk versus Case. The old Redskins quarterback, now on the Minnesota Vikings. The old Minnesota Vikings quarterback, now on the Redskins. And it's, uh, yeah, uh, I'm not really looking forward to it, I'm going to be honest. Uh, Fantasy-wise, uh, Dalvin Cook's going to be fun to watch, right? Uh, Kirk. Kirk might end up throwing 30 touchdowns because that defense is back area. Minitsky's not a good D coordinator. Uh, Jay Gruden's been gone for a few weeks now, and uh, the Redskins record is 1-1. One one. Does help they were playing the Redskins. They, uh, it does help they were playing the Miami Dolphins, the one game that they won, and they almost lost that game too, <laughs> which is actually kind of the shocking part of that game. Uh, anyway, so... Uh, and they, I think the Miami Dolphins uh, intentionally lost that game. We're going to go for two, right? So, uh, Washington, their uh, their defense is enough to put up a fight. Not great. Uh, doesn't sound like, you know, maybe they might not have Josh Drummond, which might be an improvement. Uh, the Minnesota Vikings, their defense, uh, their back end's actually taking a little bit of a step back. Trey Waynes is actually the better uh, corner back there right now. Xavier Rhodes is... Uh, not as good as he used to be. Uh, it's weird because he just look him and Pat Peterson, right? He looks like him and Pat Peterson look like the same guy on two different teams, and he's just like he is. Be, he almost became the Pat Peterson, except Patrick Peterson's been doing it so much longer. So, um, yeah, I, I'm not worried. Like as a as a passing game, I think it's you know Vikings all the way. Uh, I don't think it's even a shot. Redskins have put up fights though. They put up fights against a lot of teams. Uh. You know, I think they will be more of a challenge than people expect in this game. I think they'll put up a fight. Uh, I think Callahan's going to try and run it as much as he can with Adrian Peterson if he's there. If not, it's going to be Wendell Smallwood, who is not as small as his name might make you think. So, uh, and if not, he'll just be catching passes. So, Terry McLaurin, I think he's going to, he'll get some due in this. Uh, but it's hard, man, like that. It's hard predicting what the Redskins are going to do because Callahan's like, oh, we'll just run it 35 times. That's how you win, right? You, you run it 35 times. That's how we won the first game we won. We ran it 35 times. That's not why we almost lost two. And in fact, actually, the guy who called the, t- the guy who got the touchdowns was uh, not a running back in that game, right? It was, it was Terry McLaurin who caught them. So, eh, who thought? So, uh, not looking forward to that game. Seahawks versus the uh, the nearly dead Atlanta Falcons, right? There might not be any Matt Ryan. He sprained his ankle. Uh, Seahawks are looking like they're a dominant offense to not even care about. Like, they're just like, we're just going to mow through things. In spite of bad play calling, uh, Russell Wilson's just going to dominate because he's Russell Wilson. They lost last week, mainly because not bad play calling, but... Honestly, like, you know, a couple of defense, uh, offensive mishaps creating defensive touchdowns for the Baltimore Ravens. And uh, the Baltimore Ravens having the, the, the biscuits to go for it on fourth down with Lamar Jackson. And he just being uh, the skinny, doing the what? Just right between two guys, got a fourth, got a fourth down conversion. Just like skinny, whoosh, made himself skinny, went right through. Anyway, um, not great defenses here. Uh, one... 
like back end defense, one horrible defense, which is strange because Dan Quinn, you about to be fired, sir. We went from the team where the the head coach was fired to the team where the head coach is about to be fired. Right? Might even happen this week. It might happen. Uh no Matty Ice, no Mohamed Sanu. It's San Sanu, if you will. San Sanu. Which sounds like a, a cleaner from the eighties. Uh, Seahawks going to win this one. Nothing special there. The one that the, the big one on my plate that I'm a little curious about. Number three on the list: Chargers Bears. Right? Chargers. They got a they got an elite quarterback, Philip Rivers, uh, but no O line. Their O line's a little yanky, if you will. They're a little janky. They got Russell Okun back, so that might be a good thing. But he hasn't played football in like a year and a while. So you got Okun playing left tackle again. That's uh, an upgrade compared to what they've been dealing with. Scott Keesonberry, actually, I liked him coming out of UCLA. He's good friends with Phillip Rivers. Nice that they could talk about the old Chargers because he actually had season tickets. He's like the one Chargers fan. He ended up going to the Chargers. Who thought? Um, Chargers defense, dude, they had a lot of injuries. Derwin James, Melvin Ingram. Uh, they still have Joey Boson. They find ways to line him up all over the place, but I'm a, but their run defense hasn't been great. Jerry Tillery has not been playing uh, as a first-round elite talent as I thought he was going to be, but he also wasn't considered a, a good run stuffer, if you will. Uh, they've had some other detackle issues. They, they, they've just been... But their, their linebackers have been okay, Perriman and such. Uh, they still have Hayward, who's been playing solid uh, at corner. Their, their defense is just... Without Derwin James, without the bite, that they had with Derwin James and Melvin Ingram and Joey Bosa. I want to see all those guys on a field at the same time. Like, that's going to be fun. And they get to go up against the Bears, who I don't know who their quarterback should be, right? Like, I don't know. Like, Trubisky's not good. We know it. Chase Daniel's not good. We know it. Um, You know, they're going to end up with Andy Dalton next year, I'm thinking. Or, uh, or or Ryan Fitzmagic, or Billy Bob Thornton. Like, it's going to be some rando. It's just going to be somebody who's not on the team because they are just not good with uh, Mitch Trubisky. He, you know, like Allen Robinson seems to be a bad QB magnet, if you will. And he still ends up playing well, but that's how he ends up tearing his ACL. He just plays so much, plays so well, and ah, I got an injury. Now I can't do it anymore, and I got a bad quarterback again. Should have went to a different team, Allen. Should have went to a different team. Um, and, and the Bears defense playing pretty well. I, I want to see if the, the Bears are actually going to run the ball, if they can run the ball. Like, they, they've been having a – them and the freaking Bengals can't run the ball, like, at all. So, and I'm not quite sure what, what's the cause of it. I just – I don't know. This is going to be the sad game to watch. Um, and, you know, it, it might end – this could go either way. I think it's going to be the Bears – I think the Bears have the the lead on this just because Khalil Mack uh, is still good. They they still have some pieces on that defense. It's you know their run defense has taken a step back, but it's not like the Chargers have been able to run the ball either. So uh, they've been weak a little bit against receiver. Uh, in fact, like I, I think that you're going to be able to throw on them still. I think their defense is not as good as it was starting out to be. I think they're again like this is a team taking a few steps back. We'll see if Philip Rivers uh, can win the upset. I, I think it's possible. I, I don't. I never bet against Philip Rivers. That's uh, one of my rules. Don't bet against Philip Rivers because he will always surprise you. He beats good teams sometimes. Sometimes, I've seen it. I've seen him do it when the Seahawks were the elite legion of Boom Seahawks. So uh, then there was uh, the next one. The schedule: Giants versus Lions. 
Lions don't have their uh, running back, on Johnson, so now they're going to be playing around with J.D. McKissick, a little bit of Ty Johnson, a little bit of uh, Paul Perkins, and a little bit of Trey Carson. The only time I've ever seen Trey Carson play was when he was on the Green Bay Packers this year, two games ago. Like, <laughs> oh, Jamal Williams is out? Well, we'll get this guy. And then they went ahead and waved him like two days later. Like, I actually don't think he was bad. I, I was watching him a little bit in that game, and I thought he, you know, he was solid. Uh, he's a, he's the biggest guy on that in that running back core. I think he's like two thirty. The other guys are all like two ten, two hundred, one ninety. Uh, McKissick, a pass catching back uh, from Seattle. And uh, I don't know. This is going to be a, an interesting game to watch. We'll get an idea of that backfield. Matt Stafford's been playing much better. You know, he's really good with those deep routes. I, I think Matt Stafford's having a good year. He's stat statistically speaking, this is Matt Stafford's statistically good year. Uh, last week, he had four touchdowns with Marvin Jones. They were just like, yo, let's get four. Just you and me. No Kenny Galladay. He's going to watch this time. We're going to cuck him with uh, four touchdowns. Don't worry, Kenny. Next week's your week. You get to have four touchdowns. Marvin Jones has to watch. Uh, Marvin Jones gets to watch on the sideline. That's how it goes. That's how it works. That, that Detroit Lions receiving court. It's like nine targets to you, two targets to you, two targets to you, nine targets to you. Like, it's, it doesn't, it never makes any sense. So uh, I, I think Lions are going to win this one. But you know what? Uh, I'm never shocked when the Lions fuck something up. So it's blue versus blue this week. Big blue versus lion blue. Uh, Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones is taking a step back, man. He was not playing really well against the Arizona Cardinals. Didn't make a couple of good passes, but he also had a lot of boneheaded moves. It's the same. You know, I, I'm, I don't hate on the guy. I think he is. reminds me a lot of Ryan Tannehill. Very athletic. Uh has a couple of uh, issues as far as uh, plugging the ball in certain spots. Uh, not a great deep ball passer. Uh, listen, I think he could develop into a great quarterback. I, I think Tannehill could have developed into, and now Tannehill's playing again now for the the Titans. Who'd have thought? So, and uh, I don't know. This Giants don't really seem to have a defense at all. Like they're just like ah, defense. Who is that? Offense. What is that either? We have playmakers, but we're not going to use them. And uh, Sterling Shepard's not playing this week because he got a concussion. Second one this season, so that's a little bit of a worry. Um, we are down to the Jets and Jags. Uh, Sam Darnold, hopefully he got away from all... I'm not going to make any ghost jokes. I'm going to make as many ghost jokes as I want. I got a chance to make ghost jokes talking about football. How often does that happen? He He's seeing ghosts in October. He, oh, it was a Halloween party. Ah, Sam Darnold seeing ghosts. Yeah, so you're not aware. There was a mic'd up clip. Should be aware of by now. Where uh, they were like, oh, Sam Darnold's seeing, uh, Sam Darnold's in the mic'd up thing, and he says to his guys, oh, I'm seeing ghosts, which is a, which is a football term. It's like, hey, I, you know, I'm not reading the coverages right. But it just, you know, everybody was talking trash about it, because it's just like, oh, it means he's shaking up, and he's, oh, uh, uh, you know, you have Booger McFarlane, who's just a trash host, a trashy guy, uh, trash, 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 trash. Uh, and then Booger, how did you get a hosting job? I, uh, I got to question that one, right? And why is Booger constantly riding you on seeing ghosts? I don't get that one. Booger sounds like the name of a ghost. Boom. Roasted. Ghosted. So, yeah. um, I think he'll do better against the Jags. Jags get DJ Hayden back. He's a solid slot corner. Honestly, you know, the it is an interesting matchup because they do have A.J. Boye. They do have DJ Hayden. They do have a good pass rush. This is one of those spots where, fantasy-wise, I'm not, I'm not overly keen on playing Darnold. He's got a few more spots in the future that I'm more keen on playing him. But, um, 
I don't know, man. He uh, he could be he could be really good against this team, right? Because like we saw against the Dallas Cowboys, he played really fucking well. And then we saw him last week, and he played. Like, oh my god, balls! I'm seeing. Oh, I'm gonna throw it to the guy in the white. That's the right team, right? Oh no, no, no. We're green this week. We're green. Sorry. Made a mistake. Anyway. Uh, Jags. Jags have a good defense. They also got Gardner Minshew at quarterback. He's starting to show some warts, but he's, uh, you know, they're, they're small warts. They're, you know, who we'll who, who move beyond it. I think he's got a shot of being a solid, like, low. He's a Case Keenum type. It's basically how I kind of look at it. Good pocket presence. Um, solid accuracy. But this, you know, last game he was not displaying that very well. He's also had some fumbling issues and some pocket awareness. Very good pocket awareness generally, but then every once in a while he will like lose track of things and fumble, which not a good thing to do. Uh, but he's got DJ Chark. Do 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 do. I'm not making that songy thing. No, not do it. Don't do it. I gotta avoid it. Now on, no longer DJ Chark with that song, because everybody freaking does it. Don't don't be a don't be a statistic is what I learned. So uh, yeah, I think Jags. I think Jags will win this game because it seems like they're playing more for us. I don't know. I, I think Gase is playing for something, man. I think Gase is going to be like, yo, like we got to win this game. DJ Hayden has been one of the best slot corners, though. I think they're going to win with some deep balls to Robbie Anderson. Uh, you can still run on the Jags. They're pretty much middling everywhere. Um, Demarius Thomas, I think, is going to get some balls in this one. I think it's it might be a Demarius Thomas game. Hopefully, uh, the Jets get Herndon back. If they get him, it's another weapon. You know, they got Le'Veon Bell. Honestly, if you use Le'Veon Bell in the pass-catching game, that's that's the ticket, man. That's the way you're going to beat them. Don't know if Gase does it. Don't know if that ends up being the, the actual winning strategy. But I think leaning on Le'Veon Bell and his pass-catching prowess is part of a strategy to beating the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jaguars, if you will. Anyway, um, so that's that. Now let's talk about the London game. We're going across the pond, and we are going to deal with the Bengals and the Rams. The Rams, the Rams, Wally, the Rams. The Rams, uh, again, we were talking about them earlier. Their defense just destroyed the Falcons, just beat up on them, had two defensive touchdowns. It was a special team. No, it was two defensive touchdowns. They had, like, they sacked Matt Ryan so much. They, they hit him so bad. It was such a painful... It was such a brutal game. It was a brutal game. So that defense with Jalen Ramsey looks a little bit better. Dante Fowler and Aaron Donald and Michael Brock. I think that defense is going to take a step uh, Take a step this week. They get to go ahead and play the Bengals, who don't have O-line for anything. And I think it's going to be a bad day to be Andy Dalton. Um, he could surprise me. It's very possible. They don't have AJ Green, so there's no one to stick, you know, Jalen Ramsey on. Like, who are they going to do? Stick him on, like, Auden Tate? Like, yeah, that's, that's going to work out totally well. <laughs> if anything, that's the, that's the funny thing about the Bengals. Yeah, stick him on a number one. Our number one's not even playing. Like, that's actually it. That's the trick, right? Uh, AJ Green's not here, so who are you going to, who are we sticking you on? Jalen? Yeah, Jalen? Huh. Can't have a shutdown corner when there's nobody to shut down. You know, do follow Tyler Boyd everywhere. Hey Tyler, how's it going? Oh, good, Jalen. How you been? Oh, I'm doing good. They're not throwing. Uh, what are they? Like our offense is so anemic. You guys could shut him down for like the week. It's totally fine. You can you could train back to the Jags now. I don't know. I think it's going to be a slaughter fest. I think the Bengals. 
I think the Bengals have no hope until after the bye week, if they have a bye week still. Um, they should just trade everything. I'm telling you, Bengals, I, I think Zach Taylor, I, I was worried about Cliff Kingsbury and Zach Taylor coming in, and one of those proved me wrong the one way, and the other one proved me wrong the other way. Like I think Zach Taylor is the, what I thought Cliff Kingsbury was going to be. Cliff Kingsbury, actually, I'm going to give him credit, man. He's shown the ability to adapt. I like him. I like the fact that he's been willing to change up things to go to 10 personnel, which is four receivers, one running back, do 12 personnel sometimes. He's willing to throw things in there. He's He is willing to play with his guys. He's got a lot. He likes picking up guys who are like, oh, this guy does this. We can go play with this. We can do this. Now, keep in mind, last week, their offense didn't move as well, like, for a lot of spats against the Giants. Like, they, they it was weird. Chase Edmonds had, like, 30 touchdowns running, and then it was like, but there was nothing else. Like, we didn't have to do anything else. Like, it was just like, we're just going to go ahead and run off the clock. We're just going to, like, do this. Like, Fitzgerald didn't do anything. Kyler Murray, fantasy-wise, didn't do anything. Anyway, we're back to the Bengals and Rams in London. Uh, Zach Taylor. I'm shocked Zach Taylor. I don't know if Zach Taylor's going to make it to a second year. I think they're going to give him to the second year because they're going to be like, well, we feel bad for you. All your O-linemen died. You know, literally everybody, like Cordy Glenn retired, even though he hasn't retired. He's basically acting like he's retired. Jonah Williams had a labrum tear. Clint Bowling retired. Yeah, actually retired before the season. That was your your best offensive lineman. Cordy Glenn's not even good, and we drafted him in the first round a year ago. Trey Hopkins is actually pretty solid, and he was a, a, a diamond in the rough. But everybody else in this O-line is like, wow, where the hell did you come from? I'm like, huh, all right. So there's that. Um, I, I don't think there's much else to say. Uh, Daryl Henderson, I want to see more of him on the Rams third round pick he got some more usage he got like 33 percent playing time last week i thought that was pretty good i liked what i saw from him uh he's an electric player i think uh but again rams o-line's not been playing very well so i think we're going to start seeing some changes and some scheme movement over the bye week you know seeing what happens this week against the uh the Bengals. I, you know, I, it's going to be the Rams. I, I, there's, I, I don't know if you're, if you're doing one of those things where you could do like a, a knockout pool, pick the Rams this week, I think, if you haven't picked them yet. So there's the Bucks and Titans game I have on this. Uh, Bucks O line. Last, from last we saw the Buccaneers and Mr. Jameis Winston. Dude was throwing picks to everybody, right? He was just getting beat up by the Carolina Panthers. Not for nothing, like half his O line was, was replacement O line. And if you can remember the story from the summer, their O-line was not doing so great. It was not a hot O-line as far as backups went. So, uh, yeah, they were getting beat up upon. And uh, it doesn't help that Carolina's pass rush has been really good. Like, just layers and layers of guys. Kawan Short, uh, McCoy, Brian Burns, you name it. They got a guy. They got a guy who could rush the passer. They got a whole bunch of guys that could rush the passer. You know, it was... uh, It's... It's a solid team. I like that team. Good team. Good D tackles. Good pass rush. I think that that defense is uh, is a pretty impressive defense. Not not for nothing. Um, we're talking about Bulks versus the Titans. Titans, another good defense. But I think this is one of those situations where the uh, the Buccaneers offense plays up very well against the uh, what the Titans do well. Uh, Bucks have a lot bigger receivers who can make contested catches, uh, whereas the, the the Titans' defensive backs are not huge, right? They're not big guys. They're fast guys. They're good. They're technicians. And they can they tend to shut guys down, but I don't think they're going to be like this. Is Mike Evans is going to do pretty well? I think in this game, I think uh, Godwin might do pretty well in this game. 
I think that Jordan How uh, OJ Howard is going to be like, annoyed. I think I, I don't know. He, he's going to be like, oh, I'm going to go fishing because I don't get a lot of playing time in this game. Uh, that, that on the Bucks side, I think it comes down to if they get most of their O line back, if they're able to play with all their uh, their starters, or if they're playing with backups. The Jeffrey Simmons showed out well for his first game back for the Titans defense last week. His first game for the Titans defense, he played well against the Chargers. On the other side, offensively, right? Ryan Tannehill, quarterback of the Titans, right? Former quarterback of the Dolphins. Here he is. He's coming in, and now he's going to go ahead and make Corey Davis and A.J. Brown relevant, right? Corey Davis, we thought you were going to be relevant two years ago. Well, Marcus Mariota apparently didn't help with that. Uh, so we'll see how this goes. I think there's a possibility here where we might see a step back from what Tannehill did last week. Um it's weird, like the Bucks defense really get it stopping the run, so Derrick Henry's gonna have some hard times moving. But you never know, because like again, like they'll give up thirty thousand yards through the air. And um I don't know, man. This is gonna be an interesting game. It's the it's the battle of the what was it, twenty sixteen quarterbacks, twenty fifteen quarterbacks, twenty fifteen? Twenty fifteen. Yeah, it was twenty fifteen. Wow, was that long ago? Twenty sixteen. Twenty sixteen quarterbacks. Anyway. It it was a uh, it was a long time ago, in a galaxy far away, and they just they don't seem to play very well. I don't know. This is going to be um, but no Mariota. Mariota gets to watch that game on the bench because Tannehill's going to be replacing him in that battle, right? It's going to be like, hey, it could have been Mariota, Jameis, and then it turned into Mariota. Nope, you sit down. We're going to put Ryan Tannehill in the game. Ryan Tannehill versus Jameis Winston, former Florida quarterbacks. All Florida time. Anyway, where are we at here? Uh, I don't know. This is a good matchup. I think the Titans win this one only because, you know, Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston could easily blow this one up, though. He could easily have one of his good games, which I'm. It does happen. I'm not a huge Jameis Winston fan, but it happens. I'm, you know, so if I'm saying it happens, it happens. All right, we got to burn through some more. Uh, Eagles, Bills. Eagles, Eagles need a bounce back game. They need to win this one. I think they do. I think they show up this time. I think they're like, yo, we got to stop playing with ourselves. Bills are like, yo, we got a good defense. Yeah, but you don't got no quarterback. And they're like, yo, we got a defense, though. And we're like, yeah, but we got a quarterback and a defense. Like, yeah, really? What about those defensive backs back there? Who are they? And they're like, well, we. Well, hang on. Eagles are like, yo, hang on. Don't be dissing our defensive backs. They might not be good, but we we don't have anything else. We've been trying, really. We, we, I'm like, I, honestly, if I'm the, the Eagles, I'm like, well, I mean, really, what would you expect? Trade for Jimmy Smith. That's what they're going to do. They're going to trade for Jimmy Smith through this week. I think they beat the Bills. Uh, I think it's pass rush that gets there. I also think it's because Josh Allen's not an accurate quarterback. So he's going to throw balls downfield, but they're going to be like, yo, uh, safety, grab him. And the safety's going to be like, yo, there's a ball up there. I'm going to get it. Bam, get it. Good. What's that? That was an INT. You're going to run it back now for a TD? Yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> also, you know, Bills showed some weakness last week on defense, right? Miami was able to move the ball. Miami was ahead in that game last week. So I'm thinking maybe the Bills defense has some weaknesses, right? It's not as uh, it's not as stout as we would like to pretend. So uh, I think that there's a chance the Eagles win this. I think Eagles win this one. I I definitely think Eagles win. I do think Bills give them a run for their money. It's going to be a tough game. All right. 
Broncos Colts, right? Broncos without Emmanuel Sanders. By the way, I don't know if you heard, but apparently Drew Locke, not that good of a quarterback yet, huh? He's not ready, not ready to play, so we're going to stick with Flacco. Flacco, not that good either, so what are we going to do? Well, we'll stick with him. Uh, Broncos, Colts, I think Colts win this one. Colts going to play a lot of zone defense. Um, they're, uh... Oh, but yeah, with the, the exodus of Emmanuel Sanders, that goes all the top, all the Super Bowl 50 offensive players. Right, it's just gonna be Von Miller there being like back in the day I was playing in the Super Bowl. So I don't know. Colts Colts are gonna have a hard time moving it, but I don't know. It depends on uh if Denver trades Harris or not. I think that's gonna be the question, right? If they trade uh Christopher Harris. Um but still I think Colts do well here. I think Colts can uh, Colts are gonna have a hard time running the ball. And I think the Denver Broncos have put up a have started really trying to stop the run. And they're going to try to shut down T.Y. Hilton. So I think what's going to end up happening is Jacoby Brissett. He's going to throw to everybody else. He's going to throw to Eric Ebron. He's going to throw to Jack Doyle. He's going to throw to Naheem Hines. He's going to throw to the, the Zach Pascal, who's going to be busy painting while he's going into the end zone. Zach Pascal sounds like a painter from the 1930s. All right. So, uh, yeah, I think it's going to be Zach Pascal and the Colts beating the Broncos. Uh, I think Joe Flacco is going to be like, well, Cortland Sutton likes me. Cortland Sutton's like, well, I mean, you're throwing me the ball. So, yeah, I think it's Colts over Broncos. Cardinals and Saints. I think this is going to be anyone, a new one. Uh, Drew Brees. If you've ever heard of the man named Drew Brees, he's going to be, he might be back. It's going to be either him or Teddy Bridgewater. They're playing the Cardinals. Cardinals defense has actually looked a little bit better the last couple of weeks since they got Patrick Peterson back. Uh, Cardinals got Kyler Murray. They got Cliff Kingsbury. This is the guy who I was saying earlier, sounded like, hey, this guy actually might be a court, uh, might be a good head coach. I'm a little shocked. He's just a adapting he's willing to learn which is what we need from coaches they need to be willing to adapt so i like it um i still think saints win i think here's the issue though if they don't have eli apple and they don't have pj williams they're gonna be dealing with all these injuries and suspensions and all this i don't know if they, they might get pj williams back i'm not quite sure but pj williams wasn't doing that great at slack war anyway so it was worse than pj williams uh, robbins whatever his name is so but they do have a good safety tandem they they have a, a great corner and Marshawn Lattimore, they can kind of play with coverages a bit. Uh, very good in man coverage. I think, uh, I still think that, the, what's his name? I, it comes down to Kamara and who's the quarterback. And if Kamara plays, Kamara's been dealing with an injury, didn't play last week. Uh, this is going to be an interesting game. It might shut down Kamara. Why not? Like I'm like, hey, I can get an extra week out of you and we can bring it back up to the bot right like get you an extra week on your ankle off your ankle we got michael thomas we got latavius murray we're up so many wins in this division um they might keep both breeze and kamara down just go ahead and bring in latavius and teddy and be like yo you guys did it last week go ahead and do it again and hopefully our defense performs just as well as it did last week keep in mind more functional offense this time around although not as functional as some people make it sound so uh, Cardinals like to wear you down. Cardinals going to be uh, doing some some interesting stuff. I'm actually excited to watch a game with the Cardinals. Strangely enough, I think Cliff Kingsbury has made the Cardinals fun to at least watch, as well as Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray, very athletic guy, very fast guy, very good release. Like what he's doing. Uh, we're down to Panthers 49ers. All right, I think 49ers keep undefeated. This is what I'm saying. I think. Uh, Kyle Allen, we've seen some of his warts. He fumbles a lot. He's he's like Minshew minus the pocket presence, and that's actually worse than he, he's not. A, he also is not great 
and he's like he's he has very he needs very defined reads. He's not reading the full field. He makes a couple of boneheaded things. Doesn't throw interceptions surprisingly like he should be. But he has been like you know he, he lucks out because he's got a lot of playmakers with him, right? DJ Moore, Curtis Samuel, you got Greg Olson, you got uh, that guy Christian McCaffrey. That guy, yeah, that guy. Uh, and also North Turner's been scheming things up really well, right? Uh, six a couple of extra tight ends in there. Has a lot of good pass protection. Like this guy, dude. Not for nothing. North Turner's got to get a new job soon, right? Like somebody's gonna be wanting him up. Uh, you know, especially you know, it depends on how this season goes for Ron Rivera, but. I don't know. So North Turner, right? North Turner, uh, you know, sticks an extra tight end there, sticks a pass blocking tight end. It's all he's doing. He he finds ways of scheming up around this like this. All right, we got an okay O line. We're gonna go ahead and spruce it up a little bit and try to, you know, we'll have our playmakers go make plays and they'll go ahead and beat coverages and we're gonna have our you know some good guys. This is what your job is, right? I, I forget the guy's name. He's a tight end, but this is all he does. He's a, ba- a former basketball player. All he does is pass block. Doesn't even have to catch. It's like, hey, we're going to stick you in here. He's like your bodyguard. We're getting like, almost like a sixth O lineman. This is almost kind of interesting. Um, so, yeah. Uh, 49ers, uh, I just think they're able to get the ball moving better than uh, against. Uh, I, I, I could be wrong, right? Like, we could we'll watch this game later on and all of a sudden be like, yo, Christian McCaffrey took it for like 200 yards and three touchdowns. Curtis Samuel. But I think the issue is is that that like I was saying before that 49ers D line is a legit D line. Uh, I I think it's going to be interesting if if Nick Bosa gets his hands on uh, Kyle Allen. I think there's going to be some fumble sixes here. I think I think this is the game that's going to make them go. Oh, we should probably stick. We should probably make sure Cam Newton's healthy because Kyle Allen's not the guy. Like I I truly think this is the game where they go. Oh, Kyle Allen, not as good as we thought he was. Uh, I, I think it's going to be a big defensive matchup because again, Carolina Panthers good pass rush. I think they're going to beat up on uh, on Jimmy Garoppolo uh, before he opens up his uh, new island getaway. Just tackle him, hit him with Brian Burns and some some D tackle hits and bam, 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 and you know uh, Kyle Bradbury. But you know, like, well, it, it's going to be an interesting game to watch. It's a, a good defense, two good defenses going up against each other, right? And uh, two strange offenses that are built upon different schematic ideas right you got one offense is all talent and scheming up the talent and you got another one that's all scheme but it's like based off the outside zone run it's a very interesting i like this game it's going to be a fun game all right down to four more games right raiders texans uh sounds like an even matchup weird matchup i think it's texans that win this one but nothing surprises me anymore with the raiders right they could easily win this one they they beat the freaking bears in london then then they'll go ahead and lose to the colts like by a billion like it's or they win the against the colts i can't remember anymore man this team it's all crazy maybe they lost against the colts i gotta look that back up now either way uh raiders versus texans i think it, it can go either way raiders can just run all over the texans well, the Texans are going to run all over the Raiders, but the Raiders can't stop the pass, so they're going to have to keep moving the ball. Problem is, Raiders don't have uh, that guy Tyrell Williams because he's been dealing with an injury. Uh, so it's going to be a lot of Darren Waller just running around catching balls, being like, yo, my name's Darren Waller. I'm this big guy. Woo. All right, so uh, I think it's a pretty interesting matchup. I don't think Gary and Conley makes the Texans that much better. Strange that they would make a trade for their cornerback this week. Uh, Browns-Patriots is the next game i know the big browns fan looking over the patriots and being like seven and oh we're not gonna win against them right 
But the truth is the Browns could win this game. Like, I don't know, we just saw Sam Darnold looking at ghosts over there against them. Now Browns have to go to Gillette Stadium, a place where the Patriots almost never lose, and have to beat them there. They have to fight them in their home turf. And the Browns have not been playing all that great, but they've had a bye week, right? And the thing is, is that what the what the Patriots do is they do a lot of man coverage. They, uh, you know, they'll double, and sometimes what they'll do is they'll double cover your best guy and they'll stick their best guy on your second best guy. Here's the thing. If the Browns can utilize Antonio Callaway and Rashard Higgins, do a lot of four wide and utilize Nick Chubb, and I say use them in the passing game, right? They can win this game. Get Chubb matched up on some linebackers and throw at him. He is faster than all their linebackers. So you got Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb is a brutal runner, but he's also a good pass catcher. Get him in the open space. Get him out there. Uh, Browns tight ends are all, you know, and Ricky Seals Jones, interesting guy, but I'm not quite sure I'm sold on him as a, as a true replacement for Njoku. He's kind of more of a, a backup kind of like, oh, you fit a role kind of guy. Same thing with uh, Demetrius Harris. I don't know what his job is other than to be like, hey, I'm uh, Demetrius Harris. I used to play basketball and I can block a little bit, a little bit. Uh, I know Jarvis Landry caught some flack when he said, we're going there to win. And what he meant was, I'm, we're going there to win. We're going to try and win. We're, gonna, we're going to try and win a game. Like, that's the point of going to play football. And everybody was like, he said he was going to win the game. And he was like, I meant like our job is to go try to win games. Like, what, what do you want me to say? All right. So Patriots, Patriots uh, with the new Muhammad Sanu, no Josh Gordon, uh, they're going to use Edelman on his option route. They're going to throw to James White out of the backfield. They're going to, you know, try to run down your throat with Sony Michelle and Brandon Bolden. Maybe they even have that guy Rex Burkhead back. They have Philip Dorsett, who is the fastest guy on the roster. He's going to run some deep patterns, and they're going to try to scheme him open because he really doesn't know how to get free on his own. And then they're going to go ahead, and they're going to throw some, like, horizontal, and they're going to do this, and their defense is going to blitz their linebackers like crazy, almost kind of like a 4-3, but just with four off-coverage linebackers were all, you know, Van Noy and Hightower and and Collins are just going to be like, we're going to go ahead and blitz up the A-gap, and we're going to blitz, and we're going to come off the side, and we're going to overload a side, and we're going to dance on the left, and we're going to do this, and we're going to play a little bit of basketball. I lost track. And listen, this there's a reason why this Patriots defense is good. They've been together for a while, and they keep developing more guys in it, and they just keep on getting better, whether it's Patrick Chung or it's... Uh, or Stephon Gilmore, or the McCordy brothers, which sounds like they're going to open up their own ice cream truck eventually. <laughs> McCordy bros. So I don't know. I actually want to watch that game. That's going to probably be one of my favorite games to watch. This uh, Or my, one of my least favorite games to watch, because I am a fan. Two more games, right? Sunday night, Packers-Chiefs, Sands-Mahomes. Um, not much to say there. I think the Packers are going to try to run it. They're going to try to throw it. They're going to play a little bit of the floor game where he's going to be like, yo, throw to Aaron Jones, throw to Jamal Williams. We're going to go to the tight end. We're going to go ahead and run with two running backs, and we're going to play uh, fancy football. Like, it's going to be, like, I don't know. Like, it's we'll see what ends up happening. It's going to be an interesting game. Uh, I think that the Chiefs need the defense to step up. We'll see if that ends up happening. We've seen it happen before. And the Chiefs also need their they need their backup Matt Moore to step up. They need they they need the team to step up without Mahomes. It's gonna be it. 
Uh, Tyreek Hill has a, a chance to go off any moment, right? Anytime in any game. So you got to keep track of him. And I think J- Jair Alexander, that's going to be his job. Just, yo, you, Tyreek Hill. That's it. You make sure he does not beat us. There's going to be a guy down there. You go ahead and wave to him and be like, yo, I can't do it. Help me out. All right. So I think Packers win that game. Um, And then we're down to the last game. The, the yuck fest of Monday Night Football, which most Monday Night Footballs have been. Dolphins, Steelers. Oh, God, oh, God, I want to die. Steelers with Mason Rudolph, probably. And Miami Dolphins. The battle for, basically, which first-round pick's going to be higher, right? Because, like, if the Dolphins win, the Steelers' pick's going to be higher. But if the Dolphins lose, their own pick's going to be higher. So Dolphins win this game no matter what they do. Because they're basically just playing for picks. Um, it's going to be a yuck fest. I think the Steelers is going to run and play good defense. Uh, it does matter if TJ Watt's there, but I don't know, man. This is going to be an interesting game. Uh, we've seen the Miami Dolphins start getting a little bit more competitive, a little bit more bark, a little bit more bite. They're like, yo, we're Dolphins, but we're not those kind of Dolphins. We're Dolphins. We're Dolphin Dolphins. So, they're the Dolphin Dolphins. This has been Draft Vice. I think the Steelers win that game, but I want I want the Dolphins to fight hard. So uh, if you want to follow the podcast, you can follow it at DraftVice on Twitter, at DraftVice underscore football on Instagram. You can follow me at Brojo Death Punch. That's B-R-O-J-O. Death is in the end of life. Punch. Boom. Like I just did. On Instagram, Twitter, basically all platforms. Brojo Death Punch. And, uh, yo, next week we are going to go ahead and we're going to, we, I say we, I I have a wedding next week, but I'm going to find a way to get an episode done where I'm going to come back, maybe get somebody in here and we'll do an episode on the, uh, we're at the halfway point, right? Almost of the season. We're going to talk big time about this stuff. Um, how basically this is going to, oh, dude, we're halfway through the season. What teams are dead? What teams are dying? What teams are on their way back up? What teams are fighting to survive and what teams are just going to stay on top? That's next week. So if you're listening to this on iTunes, like it, subscribe, leave a review. If you're watching this on YouTube, subscribe, like it, leave a review. Uh, If you're on the iTunes and you're looking for it on YouTube, you can just go ahead and put DraftVice into the search browser. Have a good week, folks. May the odds be ever in your favor.